What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show here giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And we're back after some technical difficulties. And we're talking about this Knicks loss because the Knicks last night lost to the Indiana Pacers 125 to 111. But I'm not really stressing about it because listen, we didn't we didn't have any really big men. We we're missing three bigs. We're missing Mitchell Robinson, we're missing Isaiah Hartenstein, and <laughs> we had a Taz Gibson starting at center and it didn't bode well, but we're going to talk about it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So just let's get to it, man. I'm going to introduce you to my guys. First and foremost is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Right. He's in the building. I'm taking this loss with a grain of salt. Miss, Knicks are missing all their bigs. Injury ridden right now. Can't really make a full assessment of the team at the moment. Yes, can't make it full. So, is anybody out there? Is it, I feel like the stream isn't really. Let's see. There we go. Here we go. There we go. All right, let's go. All right, cool, cool, cool. Of course, you already know too. We already have the Latin assassin, that's been contributor, that's been contributor, the that's been contributor, Lee Escobedo. What's going on? What's going on, Lee? I know you had a great week. It was wild and crazy to see my story on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, the first one mentioned, too. It was great that Jalen Brunson has at least read it. I hope he's read it because I made a hell of a case for him to be the best point guard in the NBA, uh, most notably on his playoff explosions, both with the Mavs and the Knicks. Uh, he is a well-deserved title that I hope he takes to heart and motivates him to eventually become MVP. Absolutely. Shout out to Lee. And, of course, you already know the woman who is always going to be looking closely I know she was looking closely because we had the debut of Alec Burks and Bojan Bogdanovic today. So shout out to our XD1 college baller on the squad rookie of the year. Ebony. What's going on, Ebony? Ebony, you muted. You muted. <laughs> I am muted. There we go. Here so, yeah. Like always, you know, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give them grace. One game is not enough. To, to crucify anybody. Um, but I'm just, again, I'm going to, like I said, uh, that guy, Jalen Brunson, is slowly creeping into that favorite player mm -hmm. conversation for me. And not just the uh, favorite Nick, because his post-game um, his post -game interview is kind of how I, I am. Like, we can't wait to be good. We can't say we're going to be good at full strength. We have to play good now. And and I so respect him for that because yeah, no excuses. We got to get it together. We we who we got to play with who who we have, you know. Yeah, that's why I love him, man. He has that winner's yes. mentality. Every day, yes. all day, no excuses. Oh yeah, we okay. We we playing with four people. I have a feeling if we had four people suiting up, he'd be like, so. But how can we win? Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you can figure it out. Like that's the like when you want to hit that three with the four point play in the fourth quarter. My brain went to, nah, he's still fighting. He ain't done. He, he's looking for that comeback. That's that's where my brain went. But um, we're going to talk about it. We'll talk about Brunson and everybody else later. But I just want to get into the, the, the nooks and crannies of this game. And we're going to start with Ebony, man. Ebony, I know you have your binoculars out. What did you see <laughs> last night when the Knicks played the Pacers? Uh, I saw a struggling on both ends, that's for sure. Uh, 
we couldn't really hit a jump shot early. We couldn't hit a jump shot for a while for a lot of people. You know, Burks got hot at the end. But what we didn't do was we didn't get anything that we normally, when we normally would struggle pre-trade, is we didn't get in much transition points. Mm. We didn't make our defense turn into offense. Mm. And, yes, we didn't have our centers, but a lot of that was the guards whooping our behind off the dribble. <laughs> uh, you had G Easy. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, TJ McConnell. We had TJ McConnell. Oh, yeah. um, just and Deuce, Deuce. I was surprised that his defense. Yeah, he's getting cooked. Deuce was... <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, I was for sure. Like, I'm excited to see TJ and Deuce go at each other. And it didn't go the way I thought it would, to be honest. Not. <laughs> to be honest, I'm, I was pretty shocked. I was I was real shocked uh, by the results. But, yeah, they got to get that. You know, my main my main uh, concern with this trade was the defense. We swapped a lot of offense for defense. And, no, yes, they're going to say it's just Grimes. But, in a sense, it's Grimes and McBride. Because when we do become full health, that's who's going to lose the minutes. That who's who's going to be the biggest loser out of this trade. Even though he's playing well, you know, he's going to get back into situation minutes once the 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 you know the health starts improving. Mm -hmm. Um. So now instead of when people you know staggered their their stars. When they staggered at their stars against us, and we have Grimes and McBride, it's going to look a little different when it's Burks and Bogey. And you've seen some of that yesterday. Uh, I thought every shot the Pacers took were going to go in. We're not going to hold you. Well, and they got good looks also while doing it. You, you, you gave up a lot of good open shots again. And I thought, you know, we got past that for a minute. And y yesterday kind of looked like regression. I, I understand we were missing people, but it, it, it was scary a little bit. I, I, <laughs> I think – I still think you have to put some, some things in the grain of salt. I think this is a good time to, like, to bring up the, the – the stat sheet because yes you know yes there was some guard play that was that was a little bit shaky defensively but to me if you're gonna if you're going to if you're going to measure the problems that we had by biggest to smallest to me the biggest is still the center position and you can look right here at miles turner 23 points eight rebounds and four assists. Miles Turner didn't do that when we when he played us the first time. Hartenstein was starting. Miles, yeah. Miles Turner, he his his points weren't really. He didn't really big ball us. Actually, I I was going to get. Uh, he's involved in my bro pick of the, of the day actually what? because, of, yeah, he he uh, Precious was when he can catch the ball. Precious was literally taking the ball out of his hands. Same thing for Josh Hart. They were making him so I'm like, he's soft. He's soft under there. He was supposed to have 50 yesterday with the lineup we had. That Josh Turner was supposed to have 50 and 20 yesterday. That's what he didn't. Like, that's 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 all I'm saying. He had he was the he was the he was the he was the, the Pacers leading the scorer. And a lot of times, like of course he had a couple of he had some threes made, four from nine, three. But then I mean he had some threes made, not the, I'm four from nine. And I'm he sorry. in the mid-range, but that top. That top of the key, that's his spot. That's where he kills it, and that's where he killed us at. Was in the in the on the top of the key, either from the three point line nah, or that free throw line. He was nine from nine from the field, though. Like that's he was not. He didn't miss the whole night. The, the shots he made, there was he just literally just turned over and put the ball in the basket. There's nobody when the dude is seven feet tall. When your guy next guy is guarding you was six nine and six eight. There was no. 
resistance. He shot 100% from the field. Like, that directly, that's the center problem. That directly, <laughs> that, that is directly because we are just undersized. You're not doing that with Hartenstein and Mitch. You're not going nine for nine. That's, that's ridiculous. And a lot of it, too, is like, when you would miss, they would just run down the field, give it to Miles Turner, and we just turn around, fuck. Or he would, <laughs> like, if there was somebody in front of him, like, what are they going to do? He just pretty much just dropped the ball over. Every tall person on that team abused our, our bigs. Every single one. And not to say Precious didn't fight, because Precious was really good. He was the best chance we had at defense. He had blocks. Like, Precious, Precious... Like he is soft. Like Miles is soft on defense because Precious was six, six for six, as well, right? Like he not Precious is not scoring six for six on Anthony Davis. Like he's just not. <laughs> but he's scoring six assists on Turner, and he had three blocks and two steals. But he did what he could. But still, it was ooh. like we still need the side. We still the center position was still a big deal for us. In my I think it would look a little different again. This is what I said, Grace. And this is why it wasn't the center position that I was really looking at because I seen Precious fighting there. I seen him defending. I seen them in their face. It's just a matter of better offense because, again, he's taller than us. So all he did was shoot over us. He didn't really bully ball us. He just shot over it. I know. He's that's very the point. Soft. Yeah. He shot that's, he's just over soft. I'm, that's short. what I'm saying. <laughs> As a big man of him of his caliber, I expected yesterday, I came in that game expecting Miles Turner to kill us. Like, I did. I did expect him to come in there and, and straight dominate. And that's not what I saw. That's not really what I saw. I saw more domination from the guard aspect, to be honest. You know, I seen, I seen, um, and it all came from, it came from the perimeter. When you think about it, even Siakam, most of his, his, uh, points when he did get to the rim, he started from the outside. He didn't post nobody yeah. up. Like he wasn't on a consistent, he was starting breaking them down from the outside. You, you know, what's um, more evidence that it was a big man issue. Our rebounding. This is the lowest amount of rebounds that we that we've had all season. 32 rebounds. Yeah. That's a big man issue. We were, we were yeah, way I said, too it's gonna small. look different if Sims is there. That's why I said I think this game will look different. We had one more big. That's it. Yeah. If Sims here, the rebounding would help, but that wouldn't justify the other issues that we had, is what I'm saying. Um, now, I'm not saying that on that perimeter. I'm not saying that we didn't have other issues. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Yes, there was guard issues. I saw dudes getting picked from getting cooked. Uh Tyrese Halliburton was definitely having his way. But I still feel like Tyrese is Tyrese. He's going to be getting his anyway. But we, Miles Turner on a regular day isn't killing us. He's not going to be the leading scorer. He was the leading scorer for the Pacers. You know what I mean? It was like straight up pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. Then it was like, all right, well, we're gonna try to communication on the pick and roll, Jay. And then and then it's like he's so tall, we're gonna try to double up on the center and to because he's so big, and then they just kick it out to the to the corners and he shoot threes on us. It's like that whole I feel like a lot of the a lot of the issue started with that mm -hmm. that sequence in general. Yeah. That's I am sorry guys, I know we mean Ebony got like a little mini debate. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I don't know who wants to go next and talk about what they saw today. All right, I guess I'll go. Um, oh, yeah, I think a lot of the issues with the Knicks, yes, they were lack of big man, um, getting dominated on the boards, which is something the Knicks normally don't have happen to them. Knicks are usually the team dominating the other team on the boards, and the lack of side definitely showed in this game. 
Yeah, Miles Turner going eight of eight, nine of nine from the field. If it, if Odyssey was on the court, Mitch, Sims, any one of them, that wouldn't happen. But because we didn't have a big to actually match up with them, he was able to shoot over everybody and get his points. And I think a lot of the issues on defense stemmed from the Knicks not having a big man. Yeah, the, the penetration from the Pacers got hurt as well. But again, I think if the Knicks had a big man with them, you know, they would at least deter the Pacers from attacking the paint so much. You know, they wouldn't just, you know, just throw up every shot in the paint mm -hmm. because they know that, that there's no shot protective. If Hardestine or Simpson, if Hardestine or Mitch is in the paint, they're not throwing up half of those shots. They're going to be deterred and, and force an extra pass from those guards. So the fact that they couldn't stop penetration, then on top of that, they had nobody in the paint to actually be a threat with shot blocking. The Pacers just took full advantage of that. Yeah. And overall, from what I've seen, um, Burks, Bogdanovic, I see why the Knicks brought those guys in because I did see some positives from them. Um, Burks, the scoring ability, yeah, you know, him being able to get his own shot at will <laughs> pretty much, especially come off the bench going against other teams' second units. Mm-hmm. Bogdanovic with the sharp shooting and he can create his own shot as well. So I could see why the Knicks brought those guys in. But at the same time, I felt like because during this streak where the Knicks have been injured, the Knicks have been moving the ball around a lot, you know, moving the ball around, trying to get the open shot and things of that nature. But I saw that with Burks about Bogdanovic being added to the rotation now, that ball movement kind of stopped and it became more, more so one-on-one, -on -one, especially in that fourth quarter. And and I, and I guess that's kind of a worry, like, but I, I'm guessing over time, you know, as they become more acclimated to the offense, you know, maybe they'll start moving the ball around more and trying to, you know, get open shots and things of that nature. But I felt like in the fourth quarter when the pace was running away with the game, the Knicks just, just resorted to one-on-one -on -one ball, and that's not productive, especially when you're trying to get back into a game. So, but overall, like I said, I'm taking this loss with a grain of salt. Um, I'm not going to make a full assessment until we get our guys back. This is a game where the Knicks had no bigs. Pacers took advantage of that. And that's about it. And it kind of upsets me at the same time because when it comes to teams in the NBA that, you know, that I want the Knicks to beat their ass, besides the Heat. Oh, yeah, the Pacers on the, the list, for sure. The, the Pacers is on that list, too, because for whatever reason, that team rubs me the wrong way. And whatever reason, big reason. I can tell you what, I can tell you what, Ryan. <laughs> When they replay Brunson, when they go to him in his eye, when they punch him in his eye, they, they replay that play like, as a good player that they got eye. Like, that, that, I thought that was, that was, that was, that was that I thought that was that was that I'm not. I'm taking this loss with a grain of salt. Knicks have a lot of guys out. You know, no bigs definitely affected them. So, yeah. No, yeah. I agree with you. I agree. Go ahead, Sorry. Tibbs is a part of that generation of coaches that really prioritize the offense and defense moving through the center position. You know, those guys like Doc Rivers and Larry Brown, Stan Van Gundy. Tibbs is, is from that same ilk. And I think the center position, not having anyone to even operate, Positionally on the floor where Tibbs needs it to be, especially on defense, being able to guard the pick and roll, be able to slide in the drop coverage. We, I mean, to utilize Precious Achua in that role is a major deficit. You're starting 
at a deficit. So I think that's why you see not not just the dribble penetration from the guards, but Miles Turner shooting 100% from the field. You have no one who can even go out to the perimeter and guard a guy who's 6'9", 6'10". Pressure Chua can't guard three-pointers from Miles Turner, and that opens up the floor for their drivers as well. So when it's like Mike D'Antoni not having a point guard. Like the whole system runs through it. Tibbs' entire defense runs through the center. So to not have anyone that he's used to that knows his system well and knows the terms of decision-making, uh, to not have that, I really I walked into this game honestly thinking it was going to be a loss because Indiana only shoots two types of shots. It's either at the rim or from three. Very little mid-range action goes on from them. So I was like, it's going to be really difficult for us to protect the paint with such an undermanned roster and also with Bondanovich playing a Hold lot of minutes. Hold on a minute. second. Um, they're saying the audio? The audio is bad, guys? I think so. That's yeah, one, yeah one person in the chat said it. Yo, uh, this, like, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> this is annoying. Oh, it says it's, it's good, good now. now. Is it just me? Uh, it says better now. I don't know. Well, say what you had to say again. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it says straight now. It says straight now. I ain't do nothing. It just does. The computers be compute. Computers be putin, man. I don't even know. They putin. <laughs> Compute. All right, Cam. <laughs> I'll, I'll extend that that center conversation that was going on also on offense. Not having Isaiah Hartenstein, who's really, as a starter, has cemented himself as the secondary playmaker as well. A lot of those hockey passes are coming from him. And to not have him at the center position tonight, that's why we only had 16 assists, which in the modern NBA is atrocious to finish a game with 16 assists as a team. So we were really missing that center position on offense and defense, crucially. And with the way that Indiana plays basketball and how efficient they are offensively, how much of a genius Carlisle is on the offensive end of things. He's kind of the, and he's the opposite side of Tibbs uh, on offense. You know, we don't get smacked. So it's not a surprise that lesbian shaft at the point guard position uh, carved us up. And TJ McConnell, who doesn't even look like an NBA player. I thought the guy was uh, one of those guys that helped direct people to their seats. My dad came onto the court and balled out. Uh, it made me made, made me second guess Deuce McBride's on-ball abilities. I was like, my dad getting cooked over here. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's not even – you know what, too? We were missing a lot of shots, too. We were missing a lot of shots. We like started the, people, the game one for seven. Yeah. But you know what? You know what, you know what it is, too? Because we missed a lot of shots versus the Pacers the first time. The Pacers are a team that moves the ball a lot. And you know the Knicks actually play defense. I mean, despite not having a center, the center kind of derailed us. But we actually rotate um, better than most NBA players. I not feel like the effort we're putting in on defense is taking away our legs on offense when it comes to hitting those open threes. Because it's, like it's not like we're missing... We were taking bad shots. We were missing a lot of open threes, like a lot of them. So I'm, and I felt like that happened the first game, and I feel like it was more of that this game as well. So I feel like we, that's something that could be an issue for you know, Pacers you, teams in general. But, you yeah. know why I said it was scary? Because a lot of the flaws and things that, you know, we thought we got past uh, in 2004 with the 2024 Knicks, you know, um, we, we seem to, to, have gone back to that in the in the um we've seen it going back to that last game and I get it just one game that's why I said it's scary I don't want to see it continue it was the lack of assists you know granted we missed 
we went real one on one heavy a lot during that game. It was it was it, spots in that game all through the game where we got real isolation heavy. So I you know I don't want to ever go back to that type of style of basketball. I like when the ball is moving on the string, and I just that's why I just said it was scary. I get it's one game. I'm not going to overreact. Yeah. It's just these are the, these are my worries. But what I saw though is I saw a little, a little bit different. Like okay, the fourth quarter I definitely saw ISO ball. I saw Burks cooking. Interestingly enough, I was looking at Burke's stats. His isolation play, he's in a 99th percentile in isolation play, which is crazy. <laughs> That's why I was joking with you guys beforehand. I was like, the hell is this kid Michael Jordan? How is he in the 99th percentile in isolation play in 2023, 2024? But a lot of what I saw today, too, was Jalen Brunson has been giving the ball up on double teams a lot more. Um, and it didn't result in anything. And I think that's a lot of a lot of those little system numbers came into play. This was my argument last year when I was talking about what what's what's first chicken or the egg. You're saying Brunson doesn't have high assist numbers, but are people just not making shots? I feel like a lot of that was happening yesterday. Josh Hart was on. I remember it was specifically Josh Hart specifically was scared to shoot when he did shoot, clanked it. And it got to the point where the Pacers don't didn't even respect him. There was a lineup on the floor when it was when it was like Brunson, Burks, Bojan and Hart. The Pacers gave all everybody respect except for Hart. They would close out on him. They would close out aggressively on Burks. They would close out aggressively on Bojan. And when it came to Hart, they just let him. They Hart would get the ball at the top of the key. And they would they would just stand there. They would just do something. Yeah, I, I wasn't really talking about Brunson, though, in the sense of just being Brunson. It was everybody. Like, it was the ISO. It was not very much. And to you know that uh, Josh only took two three-pointers? It, it, sound, it felt like more, but he only took two. Nah, I didn't feel like he was scared to shoot the whole night. Hey, but, but you get what I'm saying? He only took two. So, 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 like, it, it is what it, it is. What it is. It made those two felt like more, but that's the only how many he took during the, through the, during the game. And to me, the assist numbers tell the story. That's for everybody. That lets you know the, the assist, they, they out assisted us by a lot. We had 10 assists at, I think, halftime. What do we finish with? Well, how many assists did we finish with? Yeah. Huh? 16. 16. We had 10 at halftime and finished with 16 at the yeah. end of the game. That's yeah. the tell of the story. That's that's why I said it was scary. Yeah. Now, to, me, was... to me, assist to me, assist numbers tell half the story. To me, numbers tell half the story, and the other half is what are you seeing? Because if you just go by the numbers, then you think nobody passed the ball. But sometimes, <laughs> so it's like there's there's teams, like for example, we're a half-court team. So because we're a half-court team, all the half-court teams start off with like low kind of lower assists like even when you're looking back at toronto like toronto i was looking at assist numbers like a month ago toronto was leading the league or like top five in the league in assists bottom half of the league in offense if you looked at the toronto raptor you would think they were some offense machine because they're top half in the league in assists but they just run a lot uh, yeah, Jay, you know I'm not a numbers person, so I'm watching the game. I'd rather mm -hmm. look through my eyes. I, I I look at the numbers to see, like, to see what I'm seeing. You know, I already know that that's what I'm seeing. Now, uh, the difference in why I said it was scary is because, yes, they were moving the ball. Yes, they were getting open shots, but everybody was literally standing around the perimeter. The other stuff that we've been doing of the moving and the picking and things, that was non-existent. 
So it became, that's why I said it was scary. Right. It's not the type, the missed shots, the other stuff that you, while you get easy shots, while you get easy assists, how we were getting easy assists, that was missing yesterday. That's all. A lot of stuff that when we struggle was missing. Yes. Our, our plan BCs, they were in there. You know, when we don't have it offensively, we had plan Bs and Cs that got us to yeah. where we struggle and still got the W. That wasn't there yesterday. That's all. Is the worries that I had? I seen them yesterday. A lot yeah. of them. Yeah, but you, you I'm going to. That's just. I'm just going to watch. Watch more. Now I feel you. Still, it's still a grain of thought, though. It's, it's mm -hmm. still you. You got two new players who are coming in the game. You, you're shorthanded. We don't have Hartenstein. Who? There's like a lot of factors. You know what I'm saying? There's a. You got Todd Gibson started. Todd Gibson looked like he had asthma yesterday, though. Like he was. Like he couldn't do a damn thing. Like. So you can't you can't go too hard on last night's game. You really just can't. There was a lot going on between two players being <laughs> two players uh, trying to get new, not knowing any of the plays. Even in the post game, they were saying, "Hey, they they taught us two plays because we just got here. Like we only know two actions. <laughs> like, that's what they said. So they were playing off of two actions and instincts, which is why in the fourth quarter you probably just saw it's like we only know two actions." Uh, we ran those two actions and Berks, you do ISO or Brunson, you do ISO. Like when, when they have more time to play together, there, there'll be more to incorporate. That's why I'm saying you can't really, you can't really take that and be like, that's a great point, Jay. That's a great point. <laughs> like we can't be like, this is the team. Pull the alarms. Like <laughs> this stuff, has, this stuff is going to take some time. So, I get, again, I'm, I understand that. I'm not saying this is what it's going to be, but that's what it was yesterday. <laughs> you understand? I'm just going to call what I saw, and that's all I can do. <laughs> yeah. What you did see was very positive. I love right, that Bondanovich looks like he can be the type of shooter that DiVincenzo is. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he can move and reposition. I, I'm thinking about in playoff terms. Like, what is this going to look like in the playoffs when Randall sits and he comes in, we can have lethal shooting, five guys shooting over 40% at all times. That is dangerous. We're the only team that can say that, that has five guys are shooting over 40% right now from the field, from three. That's a beautiful thing. I love it. I love it on the other side. I do. I love it all on the paper on the other side, y'all. I do. I am happy about that. But we know there's two sides. And I'm going to keep explaining too. that because we have to – we can't – on the playoffs, that side is very, very, very important. You know, um, the, the 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 court shrinks, and now we have people to help it, you know, expand. But on the other end, again, like I said, what, what we were so different in was that we everybody on our team could defend, on a, on hold their own on that end. And the two people that couldn't, we could disguise because it was really only two, you know. What happens if we have to do this more disguising? And, and, and the things that we were doing to win ugly games are not there anymore. That that's that's just you, you're going way too listen. <laughs> Tell you that's it. We yeah, don't I'm have saying, you can't say we can't get all happy about one side and not think about hey, there might be no, a I'm with you. side I, of the coin. I, I'm with you. I'm Mr. Defense. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan G. No, I'll I, I will say this. I get what Ebony is saying, but from what I saw from Burks about Donovic last night. I feel like it's only one guy they're hiding, Bogdanovich. Exactly. Burks is pretty. Burks is a pretty decent defender where you don't really have to hide Burks. Burks will hold his own. It's only really Bogdanovich you really have to hide, and that makes me feel a bit better about, you know, when everybody comes back, how the defense will look because it's only really one guy because Burks can't hold his own on defense. I also yeah. want to say a quick thing. Remember, when we're fully healthy, Ebony, Bogdanovich is going to be playing with Mitchell Robinson. Mitch will be back. That's exactly where I was thinking I was going. Okay. That – 
I'm not worried. I mean, Mitch can clean up three guys. Like he's one of the best Again, defenders. I NBA understand in that every metric. Yeah, that's but that's what I was going to. Make him clean that up, though, fat folks. That, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's what, what I'm saying. <laughs> I think this is. I think you guys are alluding to. We're missing our best defenders on our team. The best defenders on our team yeah. are been Mitch, OG, and Hartenstein. So all three of our best defenders were missing from yesterday's game. Which is why, and in, in our rebounds, because uh, rebounding was a huge part too, which is why I'm not panicking yet. So you can say, oh, no, we don't have this. We don't have that. Like when you're missing your three best defenders on the, your entire team, like that, it, things like this might happen. So that's why I'm, I'm like, we got, we just have to wait. But this, this, is, this is why I'm saying I, I understand exactly why, what Brunson was saying. Because we're trying to get someplace. So we can't use these as excuses because you have to be better in those spots, regardless of who you're playing with. You understand? So this is a time to practice. Like like I said, it's nothing to, to be panicked on. But, like, we know that Deuce McBride needs to work on his playmaking ability. Like, we mm -hmm. can't make excuses of that. We know that Deuce McBride has to be better on defense than he was yesterday. We can't make excuses for that. This is all I'm saying. Like, right. we, we have to – you have to play with who's on the court. You just have to. You have to try to do your job to the best of their ability, and that's what. That's why I said I, I messed with Brunson wholeheartedly because that that that's how I feel. <laughs> you, you know what though? There's like there's two things, right? There's the player winner mentality, and I'm I applaud Brunson. That's why he's one of my favorite players. Like you're supposed to have mentality, that mentality. But there's the mentality, and then there's the reality. The reality is we're missing three of our top defenders. And our centers are six, eight. Great, Precious has been great. He's been really great. But you're still six, eight guarding a seven foot guy. Uh, and at the, at the center position. And our other center is a guy who I love in Todd Gibson, who's six, nine, is having asthma attacks, cramps, struggling <laughs> to hit layups. Like these are these are the guys who are anchoring our defense yesterday. And less, less on pressures and more on Taj. As much heart and stuff that you have, you have to have talent on your team. You have to have the pieces on the floor. You can have as much heart as you want. If you're missing integral pieces, you're not going to do anything. You can have as much. You can be Captain Planet of heart. You ain't winning no games. So, like, it's really, really, our conversation should really be, who are we picking up off off the damn uh, the buyer market? Like we should be calling Robin Lopez. That's what she really uh -oh. should be doing. Like <laughs> it, it would look different again. Then I feel like I get. I feel like that's an overreaction because it looks different if Sims is there. I understand we were missing. That's not overreaction. That, yesterday was... <laughs> game looks different with the rebound than if Sims is, feels Absolutely. better. Yeah. If he doesn't, you know, if he feels better. Uh, so that that's why I said I'm not I'm giving grace. I'm giving everybody grace. But the things that I had worries from from the trade, I saw some of them in the game. That's what we're speaking about. That's right. It. Okay. That is it. I I I I. So I you know what else you know what else is too what I saw yesterday. I, I saw Devo run out of the gas. <laughs> I saw Devo run out of the gas, and that's why I don't like him guarding um Halliburton in general because. When he he ran out of gas, he was I can tell he ran out of gas when he went behind the back and the ball just went out of bounds. <laughs> Jay, I, I think he started with a with a low tank. Yeah. I think he started to drive. I think he started the game with a low tank because he couldn't hit a shot in the first quarter. I you agree. know, 
everything was short first quarter. You know, you start seeing the cut marks everywhere. He's struggling. He's mm -hmm. struggling, but it's, it's that time of the it's that time of the year. You know, just like Kevin Garnett said, you know, everybody everybody hurts. Some hurt more than others. Everybody tired. You hear about uh, they they speak about the rookie wall. That's about this time. You know, the, when the first amount of times you play so many games back to back like this, so taxing. So yeah, your your shots are going to be short. They're human. Um, but he he couldn't he couldn't hit. You couldn't hit anything. No, Everything was short. You think A plus B equals C. He's like, hey, we have the talent. We have the, the stars. We have the defense, the offense. Boom. Everything should go off the races. The stuff that you can't calculate is who's healthy, who's not, how long are they going to play together, how long is it going to take them to gel. Gel. Those are the type. Those are the things that like you can't really quantify for. And you kind of have to just wait and see like how much practice time do we have so they can learn the sets. When is OG coming back? Because he's listed for three weeks. But he, he, he's listed with three weeks. They said we're going to be back in three weeks, but will it be four weeks? Like, those are the things we're going to have to. So, I, so there's a lot of uncertainty coming up with. So there's going to be a lot of adjustment period. There's going to have to be a lot of weird adjustments on the fly. And this is why I was mentioning you got to play with who's here because things go backwards. So you can't just automatically assume that these people are going to be here. You know, it's good that that we can hear that Mitch was Mitch Robinson is ahead of schedule and can, can do stuff. But you know, the season is unpredictable, and you so you can't just use the excuse as we're going to be better when they get here because you got to get them here. You know, you, you know, that that's that's how I feel about the situation. Yeah, I still feel like we need a backup center, like another backup I, center though. I think Sims does it. I seen Sims and Precious do a hell of a job on Jokic. I don't think Miles Turner is better than Jokic, so you know. I'm not. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying because they're not. I just, I don't, I, no, no, I'm not saying. I'm saying because think, of injuries. Be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we would need another. I don't know if we would need another big though. To be honest, with I Even think so. Market. Because I Harden, think we need like that Marcus Morris style size player. Harden, not him is per se, but that 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 uh, I guess. Hartenstein's Hartenstein's Achilles being re injured. Mm -hmm. Put up a flag in my head. Yeah, yeah. That put up a flag in my head. That's why I'm saying that. Because yeah. it's one thing if we're missing Mitch and we're waiting for him to come back. But now it's how health it's not even can we get health, can we get Hardenstein back? How healthy will he be when he gets back? Is he fighting through injury? Is he gonna be fighting through injury from now through the playoffs? To me, that's why I'm saying we might need another center, like an actual center, not a power forward posing mm -hmm. as a center who's on his way out the league, like an actual center. You know what I'm saying? And I know people, I know you, Lee scrunched my face, scrunched up his lips at Robin Lopez, but at least Robin Lopez is over 6'9". Like, we <laughs> like, Taj is not, Taj is, it's, it's, watching Taj was rough. Watching Taj was rough, man. It was rough. Yeah, he part of my bro picks, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, that's the bad part. The good part that I did see, like, Lee was kind of alluding to, 
was having the the multiple scorers on its on a on the team at the same time and not having them not being able to load up on Brunson and Brunson actually having the ability to sit back and watch somebody else cook. Like I liked like even though it's a little bit too much, uh it was good to see that okay, you know what, Alec Burks can get his own buckets at the times. There's gonna be a time when Bojan is a little bit more comfortable. I feel like he was a little bit jittery yesterday and he missed a lot of shots he would probably usually make. He shot three for ten. Yes. So I think there's there's gonna be times where Bojan is gonna be like, all right, I know confidently I'm supposed to be here and this is where my shot is coming from. Confidently I- I'm gonna be here. This is my shot coming from. So I feel like there's gonna be more offensive help for Brunson where there he doesn't have to be playing one on five. Yeah. I like I like Bogey's uh sneaky, sneaky shot creation. His uh like he rocks you to sleep to get to the basket. Yep. You know, he he reminds me of me playing against my dad or, or my uncle. Like, yo, how did you just why? Like that was the simplest ever. And you just got me with it. Like, you know, uh the the simple not nothing again just kind of reminds me of OG on on that in that in that sense where you know they're not doing anything extra you're not gonna see much highlight oohs and ahs they're just gonna get to where they gotta go and right. probably rock rock you to sleep while doing it um I think it was Halley that he took to the basket well Sweet. anybody anybody taking Halley to the basket though anybody <laughs> yeah facts, that man, facts. That man I love when they do it though I love when they do it I, uh. He's my guy. You know how did somebody said Josh Hart was there? That's that's my guy. I can't stand that guy. The lesbian shaft. Yeah, lesbian. I can't remember. We, uh, shouts out to whoever that was in my space, the pregame space. The basketball and jokes always. Um, yeah, Carmen San Diego came in there looking crazy. <laughs> part of Dick Tracy's cast. Mondamich has a playmaking that hasn't been unleashed, too. I, I mean, as someone who's watched him in Utah and in Detroit, there's a lot of times that the offense was ran through him in both those spots when Donovan Mitchell was at point um, and when Cade was out. Like He has some playmaking ability, and I love the idea in playoff time that if Randall's off, God forbid, or Brunson's off, God forbid, you actually have some off-the-ball shot creation between Burtz, DiVincenzo, and Bojan. That's a nice luxury that in the past we didn't have when it was Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock in that 2021 series. It was really rough getting in late-time crunch situations, getting a bucket when guys when defense was clamping up and eliminating space. So having Bojan and Burtz being – we saw Burtz in his bag last night. He can score in isolation, especially in mid-range. When he gets a little bit to the rim, he has trouble finishing for yeah. sure. In the mid-range, he is deadly uh, creating off a dribble. And Bojan, I think, has – Three level scoring, it's definitely tilted toward the perimeter. Uh, but yeah, those are great luxuries to have in in close game situations in the playoffs. I'm thinking yeah. in the future, this loss doesn't mean too much to me right now. No, definitely. Thanks, Lee. Can, can yeah, I say yeah. Real quick, only. Um, yeah, I, de- I, de- I definitely agree with you. With, with everybody being scorer, you it is definitely a great luxury that we're not used to. So it's going to take a little time for us to, you know, like oh, well, not be amazed at what we see it, but. <laughs> Um, I, my, my whole thing with the offenses, I just don't, I, I really don't want them to get stagnant because they know, you know, now I can take you or they can take you, you know, I don't, I don't want them to be my turn, your turn. I, I still want them to incorporate the type of movement they were trying to do uh pre-trade. I hope that continues. Yeah. I'm thinking more in a seven game series when the tape is out and you're able to steam to really, to slow down the, the ball movement and things become one-on-one, which they always do in the last two minutes. Mm-hmm. We now have. Options 
if Brunson's being trapped or doubled, we didn't give it to somebody else. And they didn't go out there and did a bucket. As a Knit fan, I've only ever seen like a team, our team having one or two guys who can do that. Yeah. Now, an OG, we got like five guys who can do that pretty efficiently, too. Yeah. The time we did make the run is the time when we first saw the actual, the four, the four, the four 40% three point shooting unit on the floor at the same time. It was like, well, there it is. Oh, that's, that's a great <laughs> yeah. point. Great point. There it is. Like, that's when we started seeing the comeback. And it's like, I guess Tibbs is waiting for, to, to, I don't know, I don't know what Tibbs is waiting for, because a lot of that game, Tibbs is, I mean, he's fine. You know, he's he's trying to mix offense with defense, but he always has two non-shooters on the floor for some reason. I'm just like, at least I just least have one. Are you know. talking about Josh Hart? Yeah. <laughs> he only legit took two shots, though. Josh like, Hart, I, I like, like, I thought he did take more also, but no. he only took two threes. You, you know he why he took, th- he was, that's the thing, he was, he only took two threes, but he was open for like, yeah, seven, eight, threes. <laughs> Those then, pressures. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna be open. It's what you do afterwards. You know, um, it, it, what you do after it's out. Everybody was short. He was short. Josh Hart's in his bag in the fast break. Every time, that's when he he's yes. involved. Yeah. That's yeah. when he. That's yeah. how he helps. But, in the but if we court, not turn it, we can't get into the fast break. He, you know, we like yesterday we could not. We didn't get any fast breaks. Halftime, we had zero fast break points, y'all. I know, but half court, he he heard us. I'm like to, to be super honest and be super honest because you know I I defend Josh Hart too on his program. He hurt us the most in the half court offense. Like he, it was very noticeable how much he hurt us in the half court offense because they were laying off him. I was having flashbacks of the Miami series, like that, and even the plus minus kind of support. He was the worst plus minus on the team. Like, I got to, a lot of I got a lot of bros about the people that was playing. Y'all be y'all gonna be surprised about who my picks are today. I, I guarantee. Mm-hmm. You want to? Was going to get to it? Was it get to the broad picks? Oh, we good? Are we finished? We finished? We got any more? Right. I mean, unless anybody, else, unless anybody has anything else to say about the game. Yeah, just want to add a couple cents before we get to the broad picks. Um, yeah, with Josh Hart, he definitely did hurt the Knicks on the half court offense. But at least when the team is fully back healthy, you know, Josh Hart's going to be only one of those guys where it's like, okay, he can't shoot, but there's other guys around him who can't. So his impact will be felt more mm-hmm. on the offensive side of the ball. So you got to keep in mind that he's forced to play in the starting lineup because of the injuries that we got. So, but no, you know, uh, Ryan, unless, unless, unless it's a fast, unless it's a fast break game, you know, he's going to hurt in the no. half sets. But, but um, sorry, hold on, uh, Ryan. But no, specifically, I still remember there was a section where they had Bojan. Alec Burks, Brunson. Those were three forty percent shooters on the team at one time. Then they had Josh Hart out there. They just laid. They just straight up disrespected Josh Hart. They, they straight they up disrespected him. Series. And they didn't even attempt to guard him. And our offense bogged down bad. And that was the last. I think that was the last time we saw him for the night. That was like in the third quarter, I believe. And then Tips took him out. And you didn't see him again. But okay. it hurt. We even with yeah. the shooters on the team, they just like, nope, we're not guarding him. You're gonna. It's have going to-, to hurt. It's going to hurt with Josh Hart. Definitely, I understand what you're saying. It's going to hurt with Josh Hart if it's no, you can't get into fast break, and if you can't get any movement on your offense. Yeah. So whenever there's not a lot of assists, I guarantee you that Josh Hart is not making a difference because he's the one that again could play that Randall area. But, but, he's but he's trying a- to cut to the hole. He's trying to hit that fast break. He wants to get that floater in. The- in the midst, he's moving. He's a moving player. Mm-hmm. He plays on the move. Right. So if you're not doing that, he's not going to be affected. Yeah, because here's what happens: they will double Brunson, but the man who's doubling Brunson would be Josh Hart's man, right? 
So everybody else will stay home except Josh Hart's man. Brunson will pass the Josh Hart's man and they'll just, okay, now do something. <laughs> and he's at the three point line. It's like, all right, you're going to drive into Miles Turner or you're going to take the shot. And he was in that situation a lot. And they just, uh, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a mess. <laughs> the way that NBA is trending, you can't even be a power forward if you can't shoot. Like you, you just, you're not going to see the floor. So to be a shooting guard and not be able to shoot, I know he does a lot of great things. If this was the 2000s, he would be a very, very competent, well-paid starter. But the way that the game is, the shooting guard is going to be on the perimeter, almost overwhelmingly so. And you have to be able to be a threat in order for the other guys to have easier looks on the floor in, in terms of your teammates. And he just he hurts us so much. He also, I think his defense is a little overrated. I think he's a great team defender, a great help defender, plays the passing lanes well. But I've been seeing him more and more this season get cooked in one-on-one -on -one situations. And I remember he was like, oh, we got Josh Hart. Like, Jimmy Butler shot the worst field goal percentage when he was guarding him. Like, I, I, that, that's phantom to me. I don't trust that in the playoffs this year. And I think that th those opportunities, you don't see more with Precious and OG guarding those guys this year with Grimes out. I just I don't really trust Josh Hart. And, man, <laughs> I don't want to say it, but uh, looking forward to seeing what we do this summer. Well, yeah, Josh Hart. Yo. Josh Hart is definitely going to be in tons of of, of trade talks. His his contract is probably the way it is, so they can match up. Well, um, somebody on contender will always take uh take a chance on him because he doesn't just put his soul. You know, he does other things very very well that you need on a contending team. Um, yes, sometimes he gets cooked, and a lot of times it's because he's height. I think he's only a small forward because of, of his height. If he was taller, he would definitely be a big. Um. Yeah. He was literally playing our center yesterday. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but he was our center yesterday at one point in that game. Um, so when we talk about defense, he's not playing in his position. He's not playing anywhere near his position. Yesterday he was trying to guard Siakam and Miles Turner. I seen a double team of Miles Turner of Josh Hart and Deon uh, Dante Divincenzo. What was those yeah, two? Yeah, it's like uh, you might as well have not even wasted your time because we couldn't play crushes. That's what I saw yesterday. hundred minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like we need play, we need players back, man. Like we should, we need players. So, like I, again, we 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 say we're gonna give people grace, but we really don't. Like I get it, he doesn't play well. His three point position percentage hasn't been off, but I rather, to be honest, because I I I think he turns it around. I think it's the reverse of last season. You know how he was on fire last season until he got to the playoffs, really. I think maybe he's just struggling and he'll pick it up when in the playoffs. Let's hope. Let's try to manifest that. Yeah, we also think that players are just tired right now and they just need to get to the all-star all break. So yeah, I think, think yes, yeah, so I think once we get to the all-star break and get these guys some actual rest and recharge, let's see how he comes out in the second part of the season after the all-star break, but I'm not giving up on Josh Hart yet because yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Last night he got cooked <laughs> on defense because it was a lot of mismatches. He he wasn't guarding a guy like his size. He's always guarding, he's always guarding people that's bigger than him. So it's like if he's guarding guys bigger than him, then he's not gonna be as effective on defense. And sure. the only thing with Josh Hart is that he just needs to believe in his shot more. I know yeah. he's he's not a great three-point shooter, but sometimes you need to shoot the ball for you to at least be a threat. On offense, you know, for the defense to at least be like, all right, he's going to shoot the ball. And if he shoots the ball enough and he's able to knock in a couple shots, that's going to force the defense to at least respect the shot and then, mm -hmm. and then space out the defense more. So with Josh Hart is more so he has to believe in his shot more and shoot more threes. Even if you miss, just shoot the damn ball because you have to at least 
provide some type of threat on the offensive side of the ball. Yep. Yeah. Or, or I like a facts. I like what Tibbs was doing with Josh Hart too, to try to help him not be just a, a three point being on the wing, but to do the, the the guard to guard picks type to to roll him off there and get him in his sweet spot kind of. Mm -hmm. I I like that also with with when they do it because if they don't go with him, you know, now he's in his his element of do I go full speed to the basket right. or you know I got some momentum to go to the basket or do I pull up in here and there's a free throw line area that he normally likes so. Yeah, nah, I noticed a lot of guard to guard picks in general. Like even with Brunson yeah. and Devo, they've been doing a lot of guard to guard picks that way too. They were doing it with Grimes trying to when he was here, trying to get him comfortable in the offense and get him more involved also. So I like to see that more. Um this again, it's gonna take some time. It's just that we gotta work on these things and not just try to excuse it because everybody's gonna get better. I mean, get get back. Um yeah. you gotta hold your own. Yeah, I mean you gotta it's funny, it's because it's like real I don't know. It's just, I gotta be, you gotta be realistic. You gotta be realistic sometimes. You can say you gotta be get better, but like when the dude is six nine, guarding seven feet dudes, or Josh nah. Hart is guarding centers. Now I'm not talking about that aspect. <laughs> you know that I'm talking about G Easy cooking us. There shouldn't be no reason. Well, that's different. That's different. <laughs> that's that's what I'm talking about. Okay, that's now I can hear. I, now you talking about language. Now you talking. This is what I'm saying. I get that we injured, but you cannot excuse stuff like that. That that is inexcusable to me. I hear you. I, I knew I knew about Miles Turner. I thought Miles was gonna have 40 on us last night. I ain't even gonna hold you. And I, I knew about I knew that that uh the lesbian shaft was gonna do his thing. But what I didn't expect again was the resurgence of TJ kicking out behind. I thought we were putting always that kicks in, out behind, in our past. Like, that, that dude has something against the Knicks. With Yo. He plays the TP performs well. I don't get it. <laughs> There's just people who are Nick. Him, Ish Smith. Are we back? Yep. All right, and we're back. Sorry, guys, technical difficulties. My computer's been bugging lately. I don't know. It's been weird. I'm just glad it happened when Dexter wasn't here. All right, so it's time to have this other part of the show. It's one of our favorite parts of the show. We like to call it the Bruh. Bruh Picks, all right? If you guys don't know, Bruh Picks are usually the worst plays of the game. Uh, sometimes it doesn't have to be about the game that just happened. It could be the worst play of any game that happened that week or that month. Also, we can just point out something stupid, something dumb that you just want to point out and say, we did not like this. This made no sense. So we are giving it the bruh, the big old bruh. So let's get to it. Who wants to start first? I know this one bruh that everybody laughed at. So <laughs> everybody probably be, everybody's probably be fighting over that one bruh, but who wants to go? I'll, I'll let everyone else go first because I got like five bro picks, so I'll let everyone else go. First. <laughs> you peasants can have you peasants can have a bro if you want to. <laughs> Lee, you gonna start it off? You got a thousand bros? I don't think I have any bros besides the fact that we still have to play Taj Gibson this many minutes. I think I, besides that, I mean, it was a good day yesterday for me, man. I ain't got no complaints. You got no complaints. <laughs> He's like, I'm I'm flying high. <laughs> I'm on a Nick High. Nick High. My bruh is started off shoot. Obi Toppin. Bruh. All right. Listen. Yeah, I knew it. 
<laughs> listen, listen, man. I know you got your East Bay dunk that you like to do all willy nilly, and you're trying to show off because you're back in New York, and you're trying to say, "Oh, this is what you miss." Oh, this is what you miss. Uh, but that, 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 that wasn't it. There was a quote that came out from your brother Jacob, and they asked him. They asked him, "Hey, you know, do you take do you take tips from your brother Obi about what to do in the dunk contest? Because you know he's in the dunk contest." He replied, no, because I'm a better dunker than my brother. And yesterday he showed he might be absolutely right. right? <laughs> so Obi Toppin. Uh, yeah, you definitely get the bro. You Bruh. get the bro. That wasn't it. Fast break. I, I shout out to Fred Katz, who had probably the funniest tweet of the day yesterday. <laughs> he said, somehow, some way, Tibbs still found a way to pull him after he missed that dunk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my bro goes to Obi Top. For sure. Embarrassing. Okay, yeah, definitely. What did what did Clyde say? Styling and not profiling? Yes. Styling <laughs> 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 not profiling. Uh, uh I took glamour, I took glamorous pick. All right, well it's a glamorous pick. Oh, okay. My my, I got some. I got. I I guess I'll go because, you know, Ryan said he wanted to go last. My first pick, it just knew. She just popped up right here. She said, "Look at me, Ebony." She said it. Holly Rowe, Holly Rowe from ESPN. Now I don't know if anybody's heard about the the BS that's going on with Caitlin Clark surrounding Caitlin Clark and Cheryl Swoops and the W and and the women's basketball community, um, but. Cheryl Swoops has some some remarks on Caitlin Clark that she didn't think that she would dominate in the WNBA, which I don't, I don't, I'm not, I've, she's rubbed me wrong a lot lately mm. being covering the WNBA. This is not one of those times. Um, And, and so I, I actually agree with her. You know, these are grown women who their livelihoods, they're not going to just let you come in here and think you're going to dominate them. The, 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 there's levels to this. So they were also mad about that's what they were mad about originally. But she said something incorrect in there. And now they're moving the goalposts. She said that Caitlin's uh, record wouldn't count because she took another year, which she did. And that was incorrect. But they were originally mad at her because of the remarks that she said that she went and dominate, and they, they said it was hating, right? Mm -hmm. Holly Rowe, the, the the women's basketball committee, basically, you know, everybody. And, oh, and the Iowa fans eventually made a shirt that says "Don't be a Cheryl," which is dumb. That's dumb. So you telling people not to be a a, a winner, four time champion, mm -hmm. a dynasty, somebody to shape women's basketball. Literally, when you when I was growing up, anybody playing basketball, they would say, "Oh, swoops." So don't be that person. That's dumb. That's dumb. First of all, that was, that was a dumb concept. Don't be a Cheryl. Bruh. Yeah, thank you. That was stupid. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway, they uh moved on from that. You know, WNB, I mean, the, the Women's Basketball Committee, like, let's move on. Like, it's dumb concourse. We see the stupidity on all sides. Holly Rowe comes on scene to provoke provoke it again because that's what she does. She do, you know, and, and, and it's, it's uncalled for. And especially since... um. When she in the joyous occasions and the people look like like us, um, she can't pronounce their names. You know, in the happiest moments, you're not gonna bring up somebody's mental health issues. Would you do that? Mm, no. But that's Holly Rose style, you know, mm. you understand? So give her a big, you know, she deserves it. All right, bro. Give it, I have Queens that. of I the Goof Troop. No Queens of the Goof Troop. The queen of the Goof Learn their names. Just like I learned Ryan Archie and Nakata. 
Yeah. Yo, Todd's got one lung left, dog. I don't know how he survived it. Like, just play Jacob already. Damn. Oh, just play yeah. Jacob already. Y'all see me on Twitter. Y'all see me every day trying to get Jacob some minutes. And it's just not, I didn't even mention nothing yesterday because I'm like, all right, let me try something different. <laughs> let, me try some, yeah. let me try something different. He still ain't getting any minutes. Like, it's better than Todd's. Like, start bogey. Start. I take Josh Hart at the five. Don't don't put Taj there no more. That baby's situation will be like almost never. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. He he did. Apparently, he did a lot of running on over the Brooklyn Bridge, but it looked like the Brooklyn Bridge ran him. <laughs> <laughs> My man is struggling. Love you, Taj, yeah. but I think it might be time to hang up the sneakers and be on the coaching staff, like straight up. Facts. <laughs> I got two more. I got people. The people that won the Miles Turner again. He's supposed to have fifty yesterday. He's supposed to be, he's supposed to have 50 with 30 rebounds. You understand? That's what he's not supposed to let Josh Hart take rebounds from him ever. Yeah, Same Josh Hart from 10 rebounds. It's yeah. crazy. Yes. <laughs> and he was taking, he was literally snatching rebounds out of Miles Soft Turner's hand. Like that, that's that's what he was doing. And I remember a lot of people trying to get rid of my guy. So, you know, you know, I, I don't forget nothing when it comes to Mitch. I know a lot of people trying to get rid of my guy for Soft Shaman Turner. And, and and he getting six five people take the ball from him. So yeah, Bruh. that's that's mm-hmm. And, and and KD for allowing a man to combo a bunch of curse words at you and you walked away like you didn't hear nothing else. Mm. That's that's it. I'm finished for that. My man comboed it. Bruh. He called him a band and the P word. And he just walked away like he ain't hear it. But he, we know he heard it. My man staring. Oh, we're going to get back. What soon as Katie gets to Twitter? Ooh, wait. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. He can't say nothing. He can't run the Twitter on that one. This time is going to be going. Just wait. My, my man looked like a, and I'm crazy. Jerry from Tom and Jerry, like a mouse. Let me let me go back to my hole. Come on. Mm. <laughs> I'm good. That's all my bro picks for the day. Yeah, uh, wait till he gets his login. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan G. Yes, I need to have a whole bunch of broad picks. I'm gonna just gonna just run them off one by one. First broad pick, Scotty Barnes. Mm. My guy gets the Hornets. So to be fair to Scotty Barnes, teammate put him in a bad situation. He was at the top of the key. He only had like three seconds left on the clock, and he had a throw shot. So my guy was there, jack stepping, jack stepping. The dribble move, super shot at the top of the key. That ball wasn't even close. It hit the top of the backboard. Mm. Bruh. Ah, you the man now. Who's, 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 who's <laughs> the man now? Second bro, I'll pick. Hayes. Because the bottom is, I don't know what the most representative is. Walk up to these first front offices and was like, you know what? I need to change the scenery. So, Trent get my glasses. He doesn't get the trade. Clearly, nobody wants him. So, Detroit's like, you know what? We're going to grant you your wish. 
And they wave. Oh, bruh. Wait, they said your audio is wonky again. Time to learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> Wait, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Yeah. They said your audio is wonky again. What's the last thing you guys heard? What the hell, yo? Damn. Detroit said only one Frenchman at a time. Okay. <laughs> see Glamour, I'm seeing Glamour laughing, so maybe maybe the sound is back. He <laughs> said only one Frenchman at a time. Okay, it's fine now. It's fine now. Okay. Exactly. out the door. Damn. So he's waved. He's on. He's on the buyout market. Damn. Yeah, he's on the. Yeah, he's a free agent right now. Buyout market. Oh lord, huh? Before he even got a second contract. That's crazy. Charlotte Bobcats, come on down. <laughs> I get. I guess they the same way. They cut their freshmen. They said only one freshman at a time. <laughs> oh man, Dang, that's great. Bro, pick. I feel like this dude is becoming a broad pick legend right now. Jordan Poole. Oh, against yeah. The, Hall of Fame. Against the Cleveland Cavaliers. My guy played 25 minutes. All five from the field. No points for the whole game. Shut out the World Wide West. For the whole game, that's crazy. Over for the whole game, no points, and he's supposed to be a shooting guard. Like Jordan, what, 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 what do they do now? Jordan Nilakina? Whatever that's what we're doing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jordan Snell, basically. Yeah, there you Wait, go. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, did you know yeah. that that Jordan Pole has a seventh worst PER in the NBA at ten point four? Do you know who he's tied with? Our main man, Josh Hart. <laughs> Oh, 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 Josh Hart catches strays. <laughs> Wait, who's one? Tori and Prince. Oh, Tori and Prince? Wow. I'm not surprised. Wow. Speak Bruh. to a Lakers fan about Tori and Prince. <laughs> yeah, these they are minimum 2,000 minutes. Minimum 2,000 minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Who's number two? I'm sorry, now I want to know. Milo <laughs> Kulubau from Washington Wizards. Oh, okay. It's probably all Washington players after that. Washington yeah. and Detroit. Washington <laughs> and Detroit. That has to be like all Washington and Detroit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, for Josh Hart to be number seven on a winning team is crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. But, Next pick, Thanasis Antetokounmpo, because my guy been going wild lately. In that game against Minnesota, my man made so many wild plays. I was like, yo, what is going on? <laughs> the mm. first play, the first play he made, like, I think he did a spin move into the middle of the paint and threw up a shot. That shot was nowhere close. It hit, like, the top of the backboard. Then my man got the rebound, passed it back out, turnover. That was the first Bruh. play. You, you know what it was? I bet you Doc Rivers came and said, I'm going to get you right. <laughs> at least some confidence he never thought he had and then got, got him wronger but that's probably that's how i seen him in my head anyway go ahead and then in the same game my guy had had some dude from minnesota in the post backing up backing him up backing him up my man didn't even look at the basket he just threw the ball up like this and the boy and the boy off the river my man didn't even my man didn't no look shot <laughs> I seen that, right? I seen that. <laughs> you know, look shy. <laughs> yeah, your brother running thing must be nice. Man. That's Bruh. crazy. And they, they, they know what the crazy thing about it? 
Then the next game against all oh, oh they who they blowing out the other night Charlotte the the Hornets. Then, yeah. the, then that game, my man did a bunch of dribble. My man did a bunch of dribble combination through the sham guard and scored. I was like, "Yo, what is going on?" Yeah, I saw that. The ugliest sham guard in history. It was. <laughs> he didn't hit him. He didn't get him with the sham guard. He caught him with the with the that yeah, what they call that, the like smitty. The half spin. You know, like the yeah. half spin to the basket. Yeah, but it was kind of funny. It's like, yo, this dude be throwing up some wild ass shots, and then he just came and just bust bust those dribble combinations. I'm like, yo, what's going on now? If a video game was a person, that's what I think of the Nasus. You know how you play on video games if it was 2K? Yeah. He just smashed. He like, he just smashing buttons. Yeah. <laughs> he handles like he just smashing buttons on 2K. That's, that's for sure. For real. And my last bro pick, Twitter, because during this trade deadline, there were a bunch of people, captain of sources, kings and queens of sources, head of sources, Secretary of Sources, Sergeant Sources, all these people on Twitter claiming that they have all these sources feeding them information, and it's a bunch of fake ass information. And the and the, and the top three, <laughs> let's talk Knicks. <laughs> was called was called out by Ian Begley. Point point like. Pointed out Ian Begley and said, Ian Begley reported this. Ian Begley responded to the post and was like, can you provide a link to the article where I said that shit? That's number one. And then, and Big Nick Energy quoted oh. Stefan Bondi and said that Stefan Bondi reported this. And my man was, my man was fine. He was like, I did not report that. <laughs> like, yeah, Stefan was like, yo, my people hit me up. Like, you get what I'm saying? He had to clarify it. Like, oh my God. And then, and, then, and then Robert Randolph just killed him. I want to know. I want to know, like, yo, is this dude a parody account or is that him actually tweeting? Like, I get, I get, I tell sometimes, but this dude be coming up with stuff on Twitter. I'm just like, yo, this dude kills me on Twitter. Yo, it's street comedy, son. Like, yeah, I told, I told you what I thought. He the government. He he didn't keep our mind in chaos. How do you get CTE being a musician? <laughs> Damn. He got hit with a saxophone. <laughs> yeah. Sergeant Sources. <laughs> it's Sources, though. Sources. They got the Sources. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yo, I, I couldn't tell y'all about those DeJounte Murray. That those DeJounte Murray's coming to the Knicks. I was like, would y'all please stop? <laughs> Quoting these no-named people, even Tommy, yo, Tommy D, man, even like, oh, I'm telling you, Dejounte Murray, I'm like, just yeah, just stop. Yeah, and and the whole, the whole, everybody, everybody, just, just stop. Again, I'm gonna say, don't pretend to be something you're not, and don't talk about stuff you don't know. You know that that that's it. That's it. That's uh, it. You go. I I find it funny when you know do what you're gonna do, but I, I find it hilarious because I see the exact the tweets when it happened. You gonna sit there, take your time to just tweet what you could have quote tweeted, and 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 go on about your business. Yeah, <laughs> they'll they'll sit there and type word for word what this man just said in his tweet, and all you could have did it was just you know quote tweet him. Yeah, why would you? 
I don't get it. They just don't pretend. We understand. We all see the same the same information. So it's not like you you you're putting wool over anybody's eyes. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm going to say about the situation. Yeah. I have but zero you, respect you, for Tommy D. That dude was in my DMs going crazy because of IQs. Like, I have zero respect for that dude. Like, I don't really care about that guy. Somebody <laughs> used him as a source. A source. <laughs> <laughs> I can already tell you that guy is a crook. Firsthand, that guy is a crook. Straight up. I don't understand how these people who are in college that run these Nets accounts act like they have sources that might. Don't you have homework? Like, is it, is it midterms yet? Like, you got to talk about these fake sources, man. Get that assignment done, man. Stop lying. Come on, bro. Go about the class. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's put the sources to bed, y'all. Put the Please. sources to bed. For real. <laughs> sources. It doesn't, don't yeah, it doesn't make you less of a Nick uh, content creator. Like, it, it it's just, it it really does the yeah, opposite. I, so I got just, listen. Just let it go. That's why I told I'll be listening to Ian. Woj, some Mike. That's I'll be listen, I'll be looking at those guys really for the most part, really. That's why I told you Alec Burks. I've been telling him for like three weeks or two weeks. I, I, it's gonna be Alec Burks. <laughs> yeah, I leave the trade stuff alone. Y'all know how I feel about trades. Uh yeah. so I I just want to talk about what we see. So you can't say we didn't see that. You're right. <laughs> I heard you. I heard you. Yeah. That's, That's it. That's it. Katie. KD better get a backbone, man. Yeah. You can't you can't talk as much stuff as you talk and walk away like Jerry from Tom and Jerry. You can't do that. Yeah, and I just have to, I just I'm gonna just end the show on, on a high note. And I just have to congratulate my guy for having a hell of a week. My man Lee Escobedo. That's been contributor. That's been contributor. Oh. Real articles about you this week. Jalen Brunson is the best point guard in the NBA. That's right. Heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> if you saw, if you saw that his article was mentioned right there on, on, on Jimmy Fallon. So congratulations. It's been like the, like the most what, the most viewed article on Deadspin. Yeah, well. For a while, for a while now. Um blowing up. And the fact that Jalen Brunson, I I really I hope you read it because I put a lot of heart and and we're all eye test guys here and 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 ladies. Like I think we all prefer the eye test over analytics, but we understand analytics as well and we incorporate it into factoring in a player's potential. And so I did a deep dive on Jalen Brunson uh in the analytical department, his advanced stats, and also really just talked about the playoff record. I don't know how you can say someone like Shady Otis Alexander or Tyrese Halliburton is better when they don't have the playoff record that Brunson does. So until they do. I'm riding with my guy, orange and blue skies. Jalen Brunson, best PG in the NBA. Great that I don't know what intern found found my article and put it on that list. But man, shout out to you, bro. I owe you a beer or a cup of coffee or whatever you want, man. So major props to Jimmy Fallon for showcasing that. I love that there was a first one mentioned that, that he got to hear of a crowd roar for him over something that I wrote. It was very monumental for me. And I was able to call my pops and we shared that moment. Uh, so I appreciate Jail showing me that. And then to be on SNY right after and represent my team, uh, y'all three, and be able to, to represent the Nick Time show. So, I mean, <clears throat> when I'm on the, those shows, I wouldn't have an opportunity without you, Jalis, for bringing me on. That's why I have an opportunity to S&Y, is because you gave me that chance first. So major appreciation. I'll always be eternally grateful for you having me be a part of a KOT crew. And I make it my number one effort to make sure that when I'm on s and I'm not repping anything but KOT, because that's where my heart is, and I really love you guys. All right. Love you too, Lee. Appreciate you, man. Love you too, Lee, man. Love uh, you too. And we definitely yeah. appreciate you 
being here on the KOT show. You've done a lot for us from analytics to uh, behind the scenes stuff. You've been you've been great for us. So I definitely appreciate you. Here, Lee. Appreciate it. For sure. For sure. I we made it, bro. We don't TV. We don't TV family now. <laughs> oh, it was man. good because it's a real Nick fan. Straight, you know, no, no agendas. Mm-hmm. Straight from a a real Nick fan, and I, I was, I was. That's 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 even better, you know. And the fact that it's you, uh, Ebony. That's that's the point. I wondered of the six articles that were shown, three good, three bad. How many were written by actual Nick fans, people that I watch every game? Because I watch every game, and I come on here, I'm educated by y'all three on what you guys saw, and then we have a conversation. So that meant a lot to me. That's that he that article was someone written by someone who loves orange and blue, no matter who's wearing the jersey. Absolutely. Because if we all win, we all win. Exactly. Damn it. <laughs> That's right, damn it. That's why I like I like this group. I like this group. I like this this group of KOTs. I like all groups, but I like this group. So. <laughs> all right. We ain't salute. got no sauces. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't have no sauces. Yeah, have no sauces. <laughs> My sauces is I'll be reading Ian and Mike and Woj. Yeah. <laughs> and I just yeah. and I just tell you guys, and whatever I see repeated the most. I'll emphasize here, <laughs> which is why uh, I kept saying Alec Burks for the last week or two. The Bojan thing took me off. The, the Bojan took me by surprise. Bojan took me by surprise. I know I Ian was, I said who, who it was. Somebody kind of broke it like like right before it happened, like maybe a couple of hours or like a couple of days but leading to it. It was sounding like, you know, they start coming out with disgruntled Grimes reports. It's yeah, Frank Katz said Grimes was disgruntled. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, for sure. But then I remember for a few weeks, Ian kept saying that the Knicks have looked into Bojan, but he never really took it seriously. But the in the injury to OG, yeah. I think brought Bojan here. Yeah. I don't. Can think- we talk real quick about how our front office is dope because they kept that secret so they wouldn't fleece us, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not for sure. I I mentioned that on um with on deck on when Dexter was on the other day, they did a masterful job, just playing the game, man. Just playing the game, making chess moves like a real Don should. So yeah, shout out to Leon Rose. He did his thing. It was one of the times I felt real smart because I was advocating for Bojan Bondanovic. Was like he would fit here. It's yeah, a great I didn't like everyone it. Was like, everyone was like, "Everyone was like, he's a traffic cone." And I was like, "Let's give it a chance." And Leon Rose was like, "Yeah, let's give it a chance." <laughs> let's give it so, a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it works out, though. I hope it works. I hope out. it works out. Like we need to score. Like we that has to be, like we need to score. Like yes. OGE and Randall out. <laughs> yep. We we need to score. So and if he doesn't. Trade him. You ship him out, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the contract is not a big one anyway, so it'll be fine. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be the I new just don't want him to turn into Evan Fournier Square, you know? Because um, <laughs> yeah. we, we we definitely had the same conversations when Evan came, you know? No, uh, kind of conversation. You know, he 40% from here, there, 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 sniper gang, and then we, we get him and he can't stay yeah. in front of anybody. Nah, I talked about that too. I talked about that too. Yeah, I don't yeah. want Evan uh, Square. That might be, that might be. That might have to be like you know, when he's when the whole team is together, you just do McBride. Who is it? You got to put against the final defenders. McBride, mm-hmm. Mitch. I guess Burks would be in that lineup too. And then you maybe you stagger OG with him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's something like that. 
I can't wait to see this team even close to full strength. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm countdown the day that that 23, I get to see 23 on the court again. I'll be just anybody, everybody come back, please. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, I, and I think I think the one thing I'm mainly looking forward to is seeing Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle back with all those shooters around them because mm. Especially in the playoffs when teams have to pick their poison, it's like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna double Randall? Are you gonna double Brunson? Or you and have them pass it out and have these three-point shooters kill you, or are you gonna have those guys go one-on-one? So I'm definitely looking forward to that when everybody does get healthy. Yeah, I agree. We can, we can have all the <laughs> offense lineup, all defensive lineups. We have there's a lot of options. There's a lot of options. Yeah. All right. All right, yo. That's the show. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, thank you guys who thank you guys who came back and actually you know watched us finish out the show with the bro picks and stuff. We appreciate you guys, and yo, we'll be back. We'll be back for the next show. Hopefully, there'll be less technical difficulties. I don't know what the hell's happening to the computer. My computer's been working fine all season. All of a sudden, it's being all weird. Uh, I have downloaded some weird three D programs because I'm doing some school stuff, but so I have to check that out. But uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. Next, what's the next game? Next game is Monday, tomorrow. right? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, next game tomorrow, is Monday. tomorrow. In Houston. In Houston. At eight o'clock. Ooh, late game. Oh, Lord. All right. He made Oka in them. All right. Let's get Yo. to it. Ooh. So we'll be back. We'll be back talking next Houston. All right. So salute to our guys. Um, you know, Lee, let them know where they can find you, man. On Twitter at underscore Lee Escobedo, L-E-E-E-S-C-O-V-E-D-O, or just search hashtag bum. I've been going in with the Mav fans lately after that loss to the Mavs. Uh, no book club today. I haven't had a chance to read anything, but I hope everyone takes a chance to actually read the article I wrote on Jalen Brunson. I'm going to drop in the chat um, to take a look at, at the argument that I made for him being the best point guard in the NBA and also just being a player that, that I love a lot. I think we all love a lot. And also want to shout out Dexter Henry. Thanks for having me on the show. Yes. And being given the chance to have a referendum on my Tom Thibodeau take and uh, let the world know that I now believe in the man. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So I always salute to Dexter. I always say, run up any anything Dexter puts out, run that up. Because he, he gives us a lot of leeway access. Uh, he's probably helped us out uh, more than anybody so far. Yep. Uh, anybody in that media. So I will always rep Dexter before anybody. That's just... <laughs> So shout out to Dexter. Yeah, support that guy. All right. All right. <clears throat> Brian G. No, Ebony, let him know where you can find you, Ebony. Uh, you can find me here, post games at KOT. You can find me on X and Instagram at MadNickFan. On uh, X, I run a pregame space called Your Take Nicks with uh, my guy Brutus and, and, uh, and Smitty. So you can catch us there before every every game, you know, driving home, whatever it is. Uh, always, always jokes in basketball there. That's facts. Um, <laughs> and uh, you catch me on VSN also, present, past, and future is coming back, supposedly. We'll look right, out right. for that. And that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Ryan G, let them know where you can find you, man. You can find me on Twitter at RyanGKOT. You can also find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. Old school hip hop stuff. All right. Find us at VKOT Show on Twitter, The Nick of Time Show on Instagram, and The Nick of Time Show on Facebook as 
Well, also find us on podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to the KOT show. Okay, cool. That is the show. Thank you guys for watching. And as always, shout out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks YouTube streets. That's the show. We out of here. Peace. I should I ain't shout nobody out. Damn, man. <laughs> York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, York, New York, big city of dreams. In, 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 in,